of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Father, again, the entrance of a word brings light and gives wisdom to the simple. Today, as we come to your presence, we receive light, we receive life, we receive wisdom. We ask, Lord, that your word indeed will confront every inadequacy in every life and that all the glory will return to you in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Our scripture today comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. So I read, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your parts. That's right. He shall direct your parts. Praise the Lord. I would like to start from the last line of the second verse. That is verse 6. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your parts. You know, life doesn't just happen. In my few years on earth, I've come to understand that much more than any other variable, your decisions, your choices, define your life. Someone says, we are our choices. And it was John Maxwell who says, life is a matter of choices. And every choice you make, makes you. You see, a lot of times we talk of destiny. But I believe that destiny is nothing more than the choices we make. We all want to leave good legacies. That is, every man wants to leave a good legacy. But come, let's think about it. What's a man's legacy? The sum total of all decisions he's made, particularly the major ones in his lifetime. The truth is this. Man is created solely to make decisions on earth. You say, what do you mean by that? When the Bible says, let us make man in our image after our likeness, Genesis chapter 1 in verse 26. What do you think he was saying? Now, Look at it. The whole of creation came as a result of God's decisions. And that's why you hear, let there be light. You hear, let. Some being decided and actualized it. God. And so everything was created. And let the waters from above and below be separated. Let the waters gather together and let there be boundaries for the waters. Let the waters bring forth creatures. Let the firmaments be filled with creatures. And so God created and created and created. Every creation of God was a result of his decision. And when he came to man, he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have the ability to control and to take charge. Let them have that faculty that enables decision-making. So in other words, let's give them cognitive qualities. Man was created to make decisions on earth. And God demonstrated it, you know. The Bible says, having created the garden where he put the man, he brought every animal created to see what man will make of them. And man looked at every creature and named it after his decision as to this is what this is. And by say every name he gave every creature is what they bear today. So man gave the lion his nature. I begin to wonder what if man had looked at the lion and said, mm, this is a donkey. The lion will behave like a donkey today. 
So you see, God created man to make decisions on earth. And that's why man is able to tame every animal that God has created. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to understand that every decision or choice that man makes is as a result of certain influence. Now, you don't see influences, but you manifest them. And that's what it's all about. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, in verse 33, the Bible says, Do not be deceived. One version said, Do not be misled. Another version said, Come on, don't be deluded. Evil company will corrupt good habits. A man is defined by his habit. So if you put a good man in the company of vile men, it's a matter of time. If that's all that defines his environment, in no time he will begin to behave like them. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that, hey, do not keep company with an angry man, lest you learn his ways of life. So you see, our decisions are influenced all the time. Now, that brings me to our scripture today. The Bible says in verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. What does that tell you? God wants to be part of your decision making. He wants to collaborate with you. He wants to guide you. He wants to be the main influence behind your decisions. And if that be, come on, when God is in collaboration with me, you know what that does? He puts at bay every other influence. Come on, come on. When God is occupying the center, who can come? Who can stand against him or against you? That's why the Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. And this light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The darkness cannot withstand it. The darkness cannot prevent it. Remember the Bible says too, that if God be on my side, who can be against me? So you can see when God is collaborating with you, in matter of decision making, it guarantees that your decisions will be positive, they'll be prosperous, they'll be uplifting, they will lead to success in life, they will lead to a fulfilled life. Hear God in Jeremiah 29, 11, talking to people who are in trouble, who were despairing, said, I know the thoughts I think towards you, they are not of evil, though your situation may be evil, and you might have dragged yourself into an evil spot, but I know what I'm thinking about you, not of evil, but of good, to give you a hope and a future, or in some other translation, to bring you to an expected end. There'll be a positive conclusion to your life, that's what I'm saying. But you see, you have a role to play. You get there by your decision now. But if God wants to do it, how come he doesn't just jump and do it? You are created a free moral agent. You are created with a will. You are created in the image of God. You are created to think, just like God can think. So God didn't make zombies. He made collaborators on earth. God rules over all. God is the one that has dominion over everything created. And yet, here on earth, he said, man, I give you dominion. So man at best is God's delegated authority on earth. God dominates by his decisions. Man dominates by his decisions. But see, the interesting thing is this. The Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, he will direct your path. But again, that is subject to your choice. Even that, 
It's your choice. Talking about God wants to collaborate with us in our decisions. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. That's right. Glory be to God in the highest. And then some is saying, but Pastor Tyro, the Bible there says, I will direct your path. But can I ask a question? Can you take a path without deciding the path you want to take? Okay, quickly, from the Bible again. In the Garden of Eden, God created everything and made everything available. He gave man everything that man will ever need on earth. Before creating man and putting him in charge. But you see, again, like I said, he didn't make a robot. He didn't make a zombie. And that's why no man has the right to control another man. We all willingly submit to an agreed guidelines as to how we want to live. Whether we are talking of a marriage or nationals of a nation. And that's why it's pretty easy to tag a leader, a despot or a tyrant. That's when he suppresses everybody and nobody can talk. That's why to tag a husband or a wife in some cases, but in most cases husband, controlling or a tyrant as it were, an oppressor, an abuser. Because no man is created to control another person. God didn't say man should have dominion over man. He says man should have dominion over everything created. He said, but how then do we relate with one another? Love. So does love command dominion? Of course it does. Because the creator says love your wife as yourself. You probably will say, but Pastor Tyro, he says he will direct your path. It's not talking decision. But the question is this. How do you get on your path? By choice. There are always many choices. Remember, God didn't create a zombie right from the Garden of Eden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was there. The tree of life was there. And God said to them, you may freely eat, but the day you eat of this, you will die. So don't eat it. So he gave them from the word go choices. What if God didn't create the tree of knowledge of good and evil? The man would be living by instinct like animals. And the choice that Adam and Eve made is the result of how the world is today. Thank God for Jesus, the choice that he made to come to redeem man. That's why we are able to stand before you today to proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, in spite of the decadence and the struggles that we keep on facing from day to day. So going forward, we are not promising you that there will be challenges, but we are saying the wisdom to make right choices in your challenges is possible. Now, look at that same scripture, Proverbs 3, verse 6. Look at it in the Passion's translation. It says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. Did you get that? To guide you. God wants to guide you. He wants to be the main influence in your decision making. And will lead you in every decision you make. Now, can you see where in King James you have, and he will direct your parts? Here we see he will lead you in every decision you make. Life is indeed defined by decisions. So when you hear the Bible talk about the paths of life, it's just saying your journey through life are based on your choices. Hallelujah. So now the question now I'm sure you are asking is this. Now I get you, Pastor Tyro, but how can I position myself for right decisions? Because the truth is this, decisions can be very simple. As simple as what shirt to wear this morning. As simple as when to go to bed. It gets to get complicated when it gets to which job offer should I accept. 
Now, I have some feelings for two, three ladies. Which one? You get what I mean? Because the truth is this. Like we have said, every decision you make is a new beginning for you. It will influence your life. So it can become as complicated as that. For a president, whether to go to war over a matter or whether to cheer and look for other means. That's life. So clearly, you can see that what we are talking about here is decision making. So the question then is, how can I get to start making the right decisions, positive decisions, that will give my life the positive results that I'm looking for, that will assure me of a good finishing. But you see, you've got to trust him then. So what does it mean to trust him? Have confidence in him. In the Bible parlance, it says have faith in God. And how do we get that active? It says the just shall live by faith. Life is made believing God, trusting God. Life assumes the beautiful thing that God has made it and that God intends it for us. How? By putting our trust in God, by having confidence in Him, by knowing that what He says will be, will be, and by expecting Him to come through for us, no matter the challenges. Trust in the Lord completely. That's the TPT. Do not rely on your own opinion because the natural man will rely on his opinion. The natural man will assume, I know how to do it. I've done it before two days ago or two years ago or three days ago or three years ago. So I can do it. So it's okay. Even when it becomes routine, there's nothing wrong with it. God, I give you praise for what you've done yesterday. And I commit today to you. Do you know what that does? It saves us from the conceitedness of knowledge. From the pride of I can do it myself. Pastor Ty will now understand you. I hear you. How can I ensure that my decisions are positive? How can I get God to influence my decisions? Number one, you need to understand that he influences everything. He is the creator God. He holds the sovereignty. And he has chosen not to choose things that are truth. He's created us to make choices. Even when it is best for us, he will still wait for you. Somebody said, and I cannot agree more, that God, the creator, respects the will of man. Yes, you heard me right. God will never force your will. Because that's the aspect of you that is like him. He chose to make you this way, to make your choices through life. Even in sending his son, Jesus Christ, this whosoever believes. This is the best plan that whosoever believes. So if you believe. So somebody now may be asking the question, like I said, how can I now get to position myself? Let's go back into our scripture for today. Verse 5 of chapter 3 of the book of Proverbs. And it reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It now says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. I mean, he will lead you and will guide you in your decision making. Glory be to God in the highest. So we now begin to see that the first thing to do to involve God in our decision making is to trust him. Yes, to trust him. You know, the Bible says, Psalm 37 verse 5, it says, Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He will bring about the desired fulfillment. But how do you start? committing your way to the Lord. That presupposes that you have a relationship with him. Or you've come to know that, look, he influences everything. He holds the sovereignty. Though he does not force himself on his creatures. Particularly on man, he doesn't. 
to trust him is to keep every other possible options at bay. I've made my choice. I have confidence in him. I have faith in his words. I have faith in his involvement. So I'm going the way of the Lord. Now, look at this. In Isaiah 26 verse 4, it says, Trust in the Lord forever. For in Jehovah the Lord is everlasting strength. To trust God is to ensure that you will not fizzle out on the way. To trust God to be involved in your decision is to be sure or to ensure that you will not regret the decision you have made. You'll be able to get to the end of it. The truth is many made some seemingly good decisions only to regret thereafter. You see, that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And that's why for the righteous, there are no regrets. You see what you mean? All things work together for good. But where does it start? Trust in the Lord. Throughout the Old and the New Testament, we have this phrase running, have faith in God. Trust in the Lord. The just shall live by faith. That is, the just's life is defined by his trust in God. So it begins with trust. But how can I demonstrate my trust in God? By acknowledging Him in all my ways. So how do I acknowledge Him? You know, in the Amplified Bible, say you have to know, you have to recognize, and then of course acknowledge Him. How do you really get to acknowledge someone in a situation? Number one, you recognize that they are there. Recognize what they have done. Recognize what they have contributed in the past. And how you want them to be a part of this project going forward. That is to acknowledge. And that's what we do in the morning when we pray. Say, so, Father, we thank you for a good night rest. Father, we commit today to you. And even my going out and my coming in, I commit to you. What are you doing? You are formally acknowledging. You cannot acknowledge without thanksgiving. So you acknowledge him for what he's done before. And then you invite him into your situation today. Remember, he will force himself onto you. Though he would that you followed some right paths. After all, he's God. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10 says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Now, what makes him God? Why will he say none like me? Why is it none other? Look at verse 10. I say, Declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying my counsel shall stand. In other words, I'm right now at the T junction or the Y junction or whatever junction. Many branches of decision making. To acknowledge God is to involve the one that declares the end from the beginning. To acknowledge God is to involve the one that from ancient times, he declares the things that are not yet done. That is, that's his pattern. In the past, he stands, let us make man. As far as he was concerned, man was made and he could see man. And so he makes his decision based on what he's concluded within. God has that capacity. So when I'm involving him in my decision making, I'm inviting the one that knows the end. From the beginning i'm inviting and involving the one that knows where there'll be hiccups on the way where i will need help where my strength will fail me but the project will still be concluded because where my strength fails me his own strength is much perfect you see what is the man that runs alone in life that's the bible or the man that puts his trust just in man that's why it says lean not to your own understanding once you say some trust in horses some trust in charity but i will put my trust in the living god the Lord of hosts, the captain of the armies of heaven. So that when men are saying there is a casting down, we can boldly say there is a lifting up. 
Why? Because you know it's beyond our limitations, it's beyond our strength. There is one involved who created the system and who declares the end from the beginning. I mean, who knows what to encounter, what we're going to encounter along the way, and who has been prepared for it. Remember the children of Israel? I'm taking to a land where we make an honey. People who are stuck slaves. By his mighty arm, he brought them out. Signs and wonders, miracles everywhere. Things that the world never experienced before. He brought them out. Only to get to the Red Sea and they thought that was the end. But God never told them there would be a Red Sea. Never told them the trauma to be experienced by the Red Sea. It wouldn't be a trauma for him. So what do you think they should have done then? The God that brought us out. The God that could bring us out. The God that could wrought such miracles to bring us out. This is nothing to him. That is acknowledging him. But you see, the natural man doesn't do that. What do we do? We lean on our understanding. God would rather before you lean on your understanding. I trust him enough to acknowledge him. He will direct your path. He will guide your decision. Give you the wisdom, the strategy, the creative ideas to surmount. Can't you see that all wisdom belongs to him? So I know that we're in desperate times. If at any time we need to acknowledge God, come on, it is now. Whether as a nation, as the body of Christ on earth, or in Nigeria, or as a local assembly like we are Father of Life Church, or Redeem, or Catholic, or whether as family units, whether as individuals, this is the time to acknowledge God, to trust in Him with all our hearts, and shun our own ideas as much as possible. Let our ideas to the extent that God was involved in arriving at that idea. I see you on top. I see you over. I see you overcoming. I see you getting better than you have been before the beginning of this problem. And whatever other problem you may be facing in your life, I see you overcoming in the name of Jesus. He has promised he will never fail. I will never leave you, he said. I will never forsake you, even until the end of the ages. He's not a man that he should lie. He can still be trusted. And he yearns to collaborate with you going forward. Pastor, you don't know how much I have lost. You don't know how much I have suffered. I may not know. But you think he doesn't know? Hear me again. He says, my strength, that is his strength, is made perfect in your weakness. When you come to the end of yourself, then God picks you up, provided you want him to. The choice is yours. Can I pray with you? Now again, I want to rebuke every spirit of infirmity, any sickness or weakness in your body or system. In the name of Jesus, I stop it. Because by his stripes you are healed. So I decree, rise and be healed in Jesus' name. Please write us. We would like to share your joy and to rejoice with you. I release the peace of God over your life. I release the joy of the Lord to continue to bubble through you and through everything you do. Remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. He will direct your path. He will lead you and guide you in life decision making. God bless you. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.